Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Good morning, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. We've got another fascinating guest and show in store for you. Yes, as you can see, I've got my big microphone. I'm back in my New York studio at home. Um, it was wonderful being out in Colorado for the last three weeks. Truly beautiful out there. I really enjoyed it. I plan to go back to Colorado. I don't know when, but sometime in the future. Um, but uh, one of the things that I really have come to appreciate so much more these days is is really the importance of of taking some time to be in nature. Um, being in nature is just so rejuvenating and I don't know if it's, I'm becoming more sensitive or, or if there's something about, um, what's been going on in the last few years, but I really do feel that, um, I do need a break from the city a lot more frequently than I used to. So, um, you will probably see me from more remote locations at shows in the future. All right, so let's start off our show as we always do with a little section from my book, Everyday Awakening, which of course you can get at everydayawakeningbook.com. And uh, this section is entitled, Without Light, There Is No Shadow. People often speak about doing quote-unquote shadow work healing their quote-unquote shadow and integrating their quote-unquote shadow. What we often don't think about is how real-world shadows indicate where there is a light source. Maybe psychologically, our shadow is indicating the same thing. In the real world, without light coming from a specific direction, there can be no shadow. As light shifts and changes its position, so too does the shadow. It produces shift and change. We see this effect of movement in the shadows on a single sunny day. In the morning, our shadows are long. As the day progresses, the shadow shrinks until the sun is directly overhead, and then the shadow disappears altogether for a few minutes. As the sun continues on its route, the shadow reappears. First it is small, and then it gets longer throughout the day until the sun sets. Then there is no more shadow until the next day. So perhaps we should pay more attention to how our inner light is shining instead of how long the shadow of our repressed and denied thoughts and feelings are. Better yet, perhaps as we shine light inside of ourselves, looking at all the aspects and sides of ourselves in the full brightness of our light, we can come to love and accept all the sacred, scared parts of us hiding in the dark who are afraid of how we will treat them. Perhaps more kindness, acceptance, and awareness directed inwardly is all we need when we are in full acceptance of ourselves it could be as if the sun is overhead no shadow 
only light. Where can you embrace and love your own shadows? Having been on a spiritual path for most of my life, but in particular over the last 20 or so years, and hearing so many people talk about doing their shadow work and, and oh, my shadow is acting up today. I find sometimes people get kind of depressed. They get upset that, that there are these, these parts of ourselves that are acting out like little children that are causing us when we're not conscious of them to sometimes make bad decisions and to sway how we think and feel. And it was something one of my mentors said once that really is the basis of this whole section of my book about how you need the light, you need the sun to see the shadow. Yet somehow when the, when the light source is over on one side and we're looking at the shadow on the other side, that's all we're seeing is our shadow. That's all we see. And we do not realize that the reason why we're able to see our shadow is because our light is shining from another direction. So seeing our shadow is not something to be upset about, to cringe over, to get depressed about. Because not only do we all have a shadow, not only do we all have challenges when our shadow sides pop up, but they only pop up, they're only visible because we're trying to shine our light. Because our inner light is showing us where there are those unloved parts of ourselves that we have yet to embrace and hold and truly bring into our hearts and love. This is not to say that we should just let our shadow sides run wild. I've seen it many times, especially with certain spiritual teachers where they think they've done their work, they stop, and then they they totally negate those scared, hurt, traumatized parts of themselves, and then it starts coming out in different weird ways. Just because our shadow rears its head does not mean that our light is not shining. In fact, if anything, it indicates that our light is shining more brightly.
So if we can be more conscious of those shadows and be conscious of the fact that just because we're seeing the shadow, that if we turn in the opposite direction, we will see our light, then maybe, maybe, just maybe, we won't get so triggered by our shadow. And maybe it can help us to embrace and ask our shadow, what does it need? What are you looking for? What will help you to feel safe and loved? Because ultimately, and and from all the people I've worked with over the years, I've seen it over and over again, that once we truly accept and allow our hearts to embrace those sides of ourselves that are hurting, that are scared, that we've put away in the closet, that are now coming out. They're coming out to be healed. That the more compassion we have for ourselves, the more compassion we have for our shadows, That maybe, just maybe, our light can shine so bright that our shadows can feel safe enough to come back into our hearts. Because ultimately, that's all they want. That's all they want. So, uh, that's my little section on shadows in my book called without light there is no shadow and that's uh of course from my book everyday awakening you are more powerful than you know and uh, as i always mention every week um and i mention it because there's always new listeners coming to 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 the show but you can find my book at www.everydayawakeningbook.com um, which will just take you to the Amazon listing online. But if you're like me and you'd like to support the small independent bookstores, um, just go to them and ask them, hey, can you order Everyday Awakening for me by Sam Leibowitz? And we're in a major distributor, so they can absolutely 100% order it. All right. Um, now, it is my pleasure uh, to welcome to the show author and sacred geometry teacher, Sabine Cruz. Sabine grew up in Germany with an innate desire to explore and understand the world and the purpose of life. She studied economics and subsequently worked for over 20 years in development and cooperation programs aimed at improving socioeconomic, political, and environmental conditions in Africa and Latin America. She left her corporate job in 2011 to follow her heart and eventually moved to southern Spain, where she embarked on an inner journey of self-awareness through meditation, coaching, and spiritual programs. 
Towards the end of 2014, sacred geometry came into Sabine's life. Supported by her guides, she received information during meditations on how to use certain geometric shapes and forms to shift the underlying energetics for everyday issues in order to create tangible results in daily life. Sabine began to write down these insights and short practices, using them on herself and with her friends, family, and clients. Step by step, her book, Activate Your Highest Potential with Sacred Geometry, took place. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Sabine. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you for the invitation. I really love to be here. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So uh, just a, a quick question to get us started before we go to break. Um, what was it that kind of uh, got you on your spiritual path? I mean, because obviously you had a fairly, uh, 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 I don't want to say normal, but standard sort of life path. You, you went to school, you you got a good job. But what was it that sort of got you started in meditating and and sort of got you thinking about these other uh, more uh, spiritual aspects in life? Yeah, that's a great question, Sam. Thank you. Um, so I studied economics and, and I had a really good, interesting uh, job. But the thing is, I, I realized that what I really wanted, like seeing a beautiful, uh, uh, abundant world, that wasn't happening from changing or trying to change the world from the outside, mm-hmm. but that it's an inner job. And so when I actually came to realize that it's like Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world, that it's really about going inside and, and changing from within. That's when I felt I had to leave my corporate job and embark on that spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And that's a very brave step to do. So uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's, I want to we hear a little bit more about your journey. Like once you decided to leave, um, what was that like? And and how did sacred geometry start to play uh, a, a role in your life? And, and what kind of effects you saw from using sacred geometry? Okay, Sabine? Yes, let's, let's talk about that. Wonderful. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time right here on talkradio.nyc. And of course, you can find us on all the podcasting platforms. And uh, you can always catch the live stream video on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash talking alternative or at our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Talk Radio NYC, and we will be right back with our guest, Sabine Cruz, in just a moment. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape thriving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with sacred geometry teacher Sabine Cruz. Uh, so, Sabine, you had this economics position. You, you were obviously fairly successful at it, and and you decided to leave. That it wasn't really your passion in life. You must have gotten a little bit of flack from family and friends because it's kind of not a normal, quote unquote, normal thing that people do. What was it like when you decided to make that change? Yeah, some people really supported me and said, you know, this is your life. So you have to live it and don't follow other people's expectations or maybe limiting beliefs even. And of course, other people are saying, so how are you going to make enough money to support yourself or <laughs> why why do you want to step into an uncertain future if you have an interesting uh, job and a good life and and it's really the calling of the soul i what i see it and also the the shift basically from from the mind to the heart that re- propelled me on in this journey and at first it was really exciting i mean you discover so many things when you start you know, doing spiritual programs, meditations, coachings, and, and, um, but of course, then you, you were talking about the light and the shadows, then some of the shadows kicking, and you, you, you face your own insecurities and, and the uncertainty of, of what's next. And so it was quite an interesting process. And, um, so sacred geometry helped me a lot with, facing these limiting beliefs as well and the shadows. And so how did sacred geometry start to show up for you? Because there are a lot of people who who practice different, have different spiritual practices, but they don't always, uh, uh, you know, follow that path into sacred geometry, which I personally love, as you can tell from my background. Flower of life. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was actually a, a surprise. Um, so I, uh, connected to other realms and meditations uh, to light beings. And suddenly I was receiving through a kind of a telepathic communication 
insights about different sacred geometry shapes and forms. So it started all with the octahedron. And I received the insight that the octahedron can support you with uh, um, confusion or with um, mental limitations and programs and and showed me actually like how how I can actually use the uh, octahedron to use its frequencies and vibrations to bring about a change uh, Mm. clarity towards uh, um, mental balance. And so like in each session, we sort of, we discussed a different uh, sacred geometry shape and form, always focusing on the energetic qualities of that shape or form and, and its utilization. So it was a very practical meditation session. And so step by step, I, you know, I'm, I'm curious. And so I just said, okay, let's just keep it flowing. And I started recording it. And after a while, um, the sessions were, so the information came through in English rather than in German. And I thought, okay, interesting. Okay, let's talk mm. English. And so I, <laughs> I recorded it. And uh, there were more and more shapes. We talked, of course, it was about the flower of life, Metrogen's Cube. And, and I received more and more insights and uh, recorded them in a kind of book with, with the practices to go with it. And so this is how this book, Activate Your Eyes Potential with Sacred Geometry, actually came about. And it's quite a process because I started at the end of 2014 and the book just got published on 8A. So I got a lot of experience with the the sacred geometry frequencies of vibrations myself and with clients and friends and family. And I went through my own process. Hmm. So sacred geometry is very, very old, isn't it? I mean, they've discovered like mosaics from like in ancient the ancient middle east going back thousands of years with sacred geometry yes that's right even like before plato and or like when platonic solids came to surface or or all these uh, archimedean solids um, that were named after archimedes but even before Mm -hmm. the greek times I mean, you can find flowers of life and other drawings in very, very ancient cultures and uh, architectural monuments. So, just uh, by the way, I do see loyal listener Sanaya. Hey, Sanaya, glad you're tuning in today. She says, uh, welcome, Sabine. So, she welcomes you to the show. And and Pat, who is a former host at, on talkradio.nyc, is also tuning in on the Facebook Live. So, nice to see our loyal listeners are, are joining us today. Um for, for just our listeners who are a little less uh, familiar with sacred geometry, what's the difference between sort of regular geometry and sacred geometry? What is it about these particular things that make them sacred? Yeah, thank you for that question, because people might confuse sacred with something <laughs> uh, they know from, from their religious upbringing. But sacred here in this case means uh, it follows divine principles of proportion and direction. So there are certain mathematics uh, associated with it. And there are two uh, important infinite numbers. One is phi, and that's a certain mathematical ratio, uh, which mm. ends in the infinite number 1.618, which is actually a mathematical ratio for defining true beauty. Um, mm. So like you see it like in a beautiful face or in, in the unraveling of nature, like a, the uncurling of a fern leaf or a, of a flower's petal. 
that you have like for example these spirals as well um, yeah in shells and in so that's the golden fibonacci or the golden the fibonacci spiral, golden uh, spiral and the fibonacci sequence of numbers is actually the basis for the golden ratio so there are certain um, mathematical ratios properties and um, that exactly define what beauty is it's it takes you basically back to the blueprint of creation how was the universe created what is the mathematics behind um the universe mm. and all existence uh, you can find these ratios also in our body like um, this towards this um is 1.618 and uh, then there's also the number of pi, uh, pi uh, which mm -hmm. is the underlying mathematics for circles and spheres, 3.14. Uh, and so these are the two main mathematical numbers that make up the sacred geometry. And it's basically the blueprint of creation. It's the, it's, it's at the existence of everything. You find it in nature. You find it the spirals in the form of hurricanes and galaxies. You find it in the molecules of our DNA. You find the proportions in our body and in flowers everywhere. Mm. So that's why it's it's so important. And uh, it, it's becoming more known now these days because we weren't taught sacred geometry at school. At least I wasn't. Uh, I don't know if no. you... Um, no. so, <laughs> and it's really uh it's it's the basis of all existence so so as you started to learn about these different shapes and sort of the energetics behind the shape how did this help you in your own daily life like how did it uh, support you in what you were trying to do um yeah so each uh, shape or form like for example a pyramid or a sphere or a tetrahedron or the flower of life has got their own unique frequencies, or you could even say their own unique consciousness. So when you are exposed to that frequency, or if you are engaged with it, um, then it brings about shifts in your energetic system because it, it directly affects your subconscious. It surpasses the rational mind and its filters and all the programming that we have received from parents or society or religion so it goes straight to your subconscious where the programs are and it helps you remember your light i mean the light you talked about the light that we are i mean it helps you remember that and everything all the layers that are on top of that light that are sort of dismantled with the help of these uh, frequencies and vibrations of sacred geometry shapes and forms and for me personally i could really feel that i mean i could feel how I was shifting from, you know, operating mainly from my mind to, to operating from my heart and also to breaking free from limiting belief systems. And like, for example, you know, the question, like, how can I actually make a living out of, um, you know, spiritual work or sacred geometry and also uh, emotional turbulences? I mean, it brings you back to peace and to, to calmness. Um, so I I got to experience it in myself and with others, um, the tangible effects that working with or engaging with sacred geometry can actually have. 
so that kind of brought me to what my next question was going to be, which is, so as you started to share this with other people, what was their response to it? I mean, were people kind of open to it? Were they shocked? Did, they, did you see like big changes in people as you shared it with them? Yes. I mean, um, many people I was then already in contact with were open to it because my, my, my circle of friends had shifted as well. And so. Uh that was uh, so we experimented a lot and i could really f- see that working for example i give you one example uh, working with this cosmic egg which contains all the five protein solids in the makaba um help people to to uh, switch out of depressive tendencies they had uh, for a while or even like you know help them physically with ailments they had in the moment so improved i mean if you engage with it over a longer period of time uh, improved it could be their physical well-being and, and health it could be emotional balance it could it unleashed uh, creative abilities people were inspired to do more or create art um, so depending on the intention of that person and also the shape and form you work with and its frequencies wow very cool very cool okay uh, it's time for us to take our next break when we come back maybe we can do something with our audience to give them a little practice or a little exercise where they can attempt to to uh connect with the sacred geometry themselves and see for themselves like how it can help them how does that sound right yeah let's do that all right wonderful so listen you guys are in for a treat so please stay tuned because you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. And when we come back with our guest, Sabine Cruz, we're going to actually uh, take a practice and do something with this sacred geometry so you can feel it for yourself. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
and welcome back. So Sabine has uh, generously offered to uh, uh, share some kind of uh, activation with us or, or, or process with us. So Sabine, uh, let's let's uh, give our audience a taste of what it's like to work with sacred geometry. Yeah, with pleasure. So I, I chose the eight-pointed star. And um, so you can visualize the eight-pointed star. For those who can see it, they're like two squares coming together. Um, and uh, for those on the radio, just imagine there is one square standing straight and one square on one of its points. So it forms um, like an eight-pointed star together. And um, the eight-pointed star, which is also related to the number eight, infinity, uh, carries uh, the energetic qualities of the union of polarities. And that works so well with what you talked about, light and shadow. So you, we, we could, it's a marriage of two polarities of the light and the shadow of your feminine self and your masculine self, of your human self and your higher self. And it helps you to expand your consciousness. And that's why it's widely used, um, like, for example, in, in certain religious traditions as well. Uh, and it brings about harmony, balance and peace and helps to integrate and even transcend polarities. Mm. And uh, so I thought, you know, we didn't talk about the topic before, but now it matches very well uh, the chapter you read out at the beginning of this show. And um, I usually start a practice by first going into the zero point. The zero point is in the middle of your heart chakra. It's your access to your soul, to the quantum field, and to neutrality. Um, it helps you to get out of your mind, into your heart, and into your soul. So first of all, I invite you to go into your zero point in, in the middle of your heart chakra. You might wish to close your eyes. Just breathe deeply. And focus on the zero point in the middle of your heart chakra. Now imagine a huge eight-pointed star in front of you. One large for you to step into. And simply by setting the intention, uh, energetically step into the center of this eight-pointed star. So you might say or think, I set the intention to energetically step into the center of this eight-pointed star in front of me. Then ask the eight-pointed star to activate itself and to rotate within, around, and through you with the intention of supporting you in expanding your consciousness and strengthening your intuition. So you say or think, I ask the eight-pointed star to activate itself and to rotate within, around, and through me with the intention of supporting me in expanding my consciousness and strengthening my intuition. 
Now relax into the experience and just breathe into it to make it stronger. You might perceive the two squares of the eight-pointed star rotating in different directions or not. You might see the stars in certain colors or not. Just be in the experience. For those who love playing, you might wish to invite the star to dance within your energetic system. Or you might prefer to imagine yourself dancing in the star or with a star. Just play with the eight-pointed star. Just breathe into it. And observe yourself, other energy shifts in your body. Or do emotions come up, thoughts, insights? If your body wants to move, allow it. Just enjoy the experience. And after a while, ask the eight-pointed star to support you in anchoring your expansive consciousness, your heightened intuition in your energy field. So just say or think, I ask the eight-pointed star to support me in anchoring my expansive consciousness and my heightened intuition in my energy field. See or sense or feel the expansiveness in your energetic system. And let's just go one step further. You are still in the zero point in the middle of your heart chakra with your attention. You keep breathing into the rotating eight-pointed star in your energy system. Do you see, sense, or feel how your energy system expands? Now let the expansion increase with the help of your breath and your focused awareness. And then set the intention to emanate your expanded consciousness out into the world, like planting seeds of love. Say or think, I set the intention to emanate my expanded consciousness out into the world. I'm planting seeds of love. And you may wish to visualize or feel white light coming from the center of your heart chakra, like a sun radiating its rays onto earth and its inhabitants. Do you perceive an expansion in your heart chakra? Do you perceive the light that you are? Whenever you're ready, 
and slowly come back to the here and now in your body, in your room. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Sabine. Um, that was uh, uh, pretty powerful. Um, so obviously you, you work with sacred geometry a lot for expanding consciousness, for for um, working sort of, I guess, with the people's energetic fields. Um, have you used uh, sacred geometry to help people with like physical problems or like I would say almost like practical day-to-day stuff, like challenges people are dealing with, maybe money, maybe relationships. What have you seen around that? Yeah, um, with physical challenges, um, there are certain shapes and forms that can help you, but it needs to be repeated over a period of time. Mm. And I especially love working with vortices then because Mm -hmm. um, you can work with a shape you just worked now with an edge pointed star as such but you could work for example with a tetrahedron vortex and the vortex that movement and that swirl of the energy gives it uh, a special power and um, and so uh, working with vortices and with the grids can help to enhance the effects so I've seen Changes, physical changes as well when people work with it, especially with vortices and working for a longer period of time. Mm. And for everyday issues, yes, definitely for emotional balance. Um, it helps a lot with becoming calmer and peaceful. And it also helps to raise your energy levels. Um, mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, using a coffee in your mid-afternoon slump, you can just work with a tetrahedron or the pyramid and it will help you raise your energy levels. And also... With the macabre, you can clear your light body. So I've seen uh, shifts in day-to-day uh, life uh, from people who work with sacred geometry in that way. Wow, very cool, very cool. I see Sanaya says that energy force was so powerful. Thank you so much. So she uh, definitely felt it. Um, Thank you for sharing. I would love to hear your experiences. I mean, this was just a short taste. Um, you will find like other video tutorials on my website, for example. Mm-hmm. And so I would love to hear what people actually experienced uh, in this short taste of the energy. Yes, yes. Please share your experiences. Um, I, I do have a question, though, around um, you mentioned the Merkaba. Mm-hmm. And and because I work with this stuff, I, I know this stuff. But for our audience, what um what is the Merkaba and why is it such an important uh sacred geometry symbol? Yeah, so this is I don't know if you can see it that well. Uh, so this is a Merkaba. Mm-hmm. Um and it's actually two tetrahedrons, which is a three-dimensional representation of a triangle. Uh, interlocking with each other. Um, right, so like two pyramids, one yeah, facing up. Tetrahedrons, yeah, two tetrahedrons, exactly. Uh, one facing up and one facing down, one facing up towards the sun and uh, one facing up, uh, down towards the earth. Mm-hmm. And, and the Merkaba actually comes from the Egyptian word uh, mer, universal light, ka, mm-hmm. which is the etheric body that animates life mm-hmm. force, and ba, the soul. 
And it brings those three aspects together and supports us in activating our light body, which is beyond our physical body and um, which is um, goes beyond all the, the physical layers. And uh, so there are like programs and energies in our light bodies that are uh, not supportive. And you can, for example, use the Makaba to clear your light bodies of these programs and, and conditions and um, reprogram it with, for example, self-love. I have mm. like a video a practice on my website to do that. Um, and it's also um, uh, once you know how to activate your Makaba and work with it, you can use it as a kind of a vehicle for light body travel to other dimensions to have experiences mm. when you travel with your Merkaba to the angelic realms or to to other star systems. Or... Yeah, I, I've heard it said that the Merkaba is like the the vehicle of the soul. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. Yes. I mean, exactly. I mean, you. In, it's. I think even in Hebrew, it means chariot as well. No. Chariot. Um, yes. Yeah, and uh, exactly. I mean, you can use it uh, to travel from your soul's perspective or light body's perspective to other dimensions. Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, it, it's, I could talk to you for hours. It's time to take our last break of the show. When we come back, let's talk a little bit more about your book, Activate Your Highest Potential with Sacred Geometry. You know, what people will find in there, how does it support people, and what kind of reactions you've gotten to the book so far, Okay. Yes, thank you. All right, awesome. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And we'll be right back to wrap everything up with our guests, Sabine Cruz, in just a moment. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and intangify your business today. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
So, Sabine, uh, earlier in the show, you mentioned how as the sacred geometry practices kind of came to you in the meditations and stuff, you started to write them down and, and you ended up compiling it into this book. I'm curious, why did you entitle your book, Activate Your Highest Potential with Sacred Geometry? Yeah, that's a wonderful question. Um, so, sacred ge- but what does sacred geometry actually do? It supports you in, in remembering your true self. I mean, your love, your light. Um, and so this book really supports you with these practices to take you home to your, to your true self. And what is that? That's actually activating your highest potential because your highest potential, you can only, we are all unique. You can only live your highest potential when you're truly you, when you're living the true self, when you're living the soul from the soul's perspective that you are. And so uh, I didn't choose it mentally. It just came to me. Then I thought, mm. yeah, that is, is, is such an appropriate title because that's what sacred geometry does. It helps you remember your true self. And, and So is, is that what you hope people will get from, from reading your book and, and going through your book? Yes, I mean that's that's um, what I really wish for people to experience, um, and also I mean, you know, in between from where you are at the moment, I mean, the book actually pe- picks you up where you are at the moment and gives you all kinds of many different uh, uh, practices for everyday topics. I mean, name a topic like, for example, if I'm out of my natural flow and I want to get back into balance. And then that you will find all kinds of exercises with certain shapes that can support you in regaining that natural flow with life and regain mm. balance. Or it could be, you know, I don't know what my soul purpose is. What am I doing in this life? And then you can work with Metatron's Cube or other shapes and forms to gain clarity on, on your soul's priorities and on your next steps. And so it's it's a practical book. Oh, um, it's here. Yes. And it's, Thank it's, you. It's, it's, I should just uh, leave that background. <laughs> um, and it um, also helps you to gain um, freedom from limiting beliefs and takes you back to your true nature, to your authenticity, and living a fulfilled life because you're actually living your thoughts, priorities, and from your heart. And um, it's also got an introduction to sacred geometry. So you don't need to know anything about sacred geometry. Um, Mm -hmm. It gives you also an introduction to what sacred geometry is, its benefits. It it shares an overview of the foundational shapes and forms, some of which we talked about today. It talks um, in another chapter about all the stars from the five-pointed star to the six-pointed star, to the 33-pointed star. And then the main chapter is actually practices how you can actually work with all these different shapes and forms um, and their energetic making use of their energetic qualities there's also a chapter on um you asked me also the question how can you how can people work or engage with sacred geometry it gives you many ideas because you can either create your own sacred geometries and come up with physical <laughs> sacred geometries you can, I do it sometimes with fruit as well. I love the infinity symbols. So I make infinity mm-hmm. symbols with blueberries or with stones or with crystals. Mm-hmm. 
But you can also work energetically with sacred geometry and you don't need any physical representation like we just did with the eight-pointed star. You can simply meditate with it by looking at sacred geometry and absorbing the frequencies and going into stillness. And you can embody them. You can be the sacred geometry. You can form an eight-pointed star with eight people, for example. Yeah. And uh, or, or what I loved, the, the five-pointed star, because our body actually forms a five-pointed star when you stand like a Vitruvian man. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are so many possibilities that you could have it here in uh, in jewelry, in clothes, in accessories. And there's you, so- one of the, the great things that I, I discovered years ago was someone was selling like the sacred geometry posters and like these little cards. And he said to to tape it around a water bottle mm-hmm. and then let the water sit in there and then try it the next day. And it'll even taste better than the water normally does. And I've been doing it and it's amazing. I, I actually find not only does the water taste better after sitting in a glass jar with just some sacred geometry taped around it. Um, but I feel like I, my body absorbs the water better. Um, you know, Dr. Emoto's work on exactly. like w- with, with, with words and, and, and how it changes the shape of water, but with sacred geometry it takes it to a whole nother level. But, it, but I, I'm happy you, you mentioned, uh, Dr. Masato Emoto, some. <laughs> Dr. Emoto, yes. Emoto's work with water crystals because it shows so well. When frequencies um, are absorbed by your body or energetic system, how uh, the harmony changes in your body and your energetic system. And since our body consists to 70% of water, I mean, working with these frequencies has that impact on the water in our body as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you, when you infuse the water you drink, you have that uh, impact. But also when you, like, for example, I sometimes put sacred geometry on my body. And then, mm-hmm. of course, frequencies are absorbed uh, by my body Mm -hmm. so you know you've worked with sacred geometry for over nine years now um i'm curious what's the one thing that you would say over the years that surprised you most about working with sacred geometry um so first yeah it's really by i mean by feeling and experience sacred geometry that you get the impact and the effects mm-hmm. because and that's actually why i wrote this book because there are so many beautiful sacred geometry books talking about the mathematics the sacred mm-hmm. geometry architecture showing beautiful pictures which also support you but the most important impact is when you actually feel the sacred geometry when you experience it when you play with it when you let it into your body and when you're not just read or think about it it's not a mental uh, exercise and that's what right. that was the main takeaway I got when working with sacred geometry that way. Wonderful, wonderful. And just real quickly before we close out the show, what's that image behind you? Homo luminous. Um, it's uh, it's actually nice. the Homo luminous that we are all becoming, the light human being uh, from Homo sapiens to Homo luminous. Ah. This five pointed star is actually also a mm. physical body that's becoming more luminous. And here from the center, from the zero point, we are 
radiating out the light into the world. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Sabine, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come on my show today. If, if people want to learn more about you, see more about your work, where can they go? How can they find more information? And my website, uh, www.sabinecruz, S-A-B-I-N-E-K-R-U-S-E.com. It's got all the information, also linked to Amazon where you can buy the book, video tutorials, and a link to my Instagram page, page with activation and the YouTube page as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Sabine. And, and if there's, um, uh, one last thing that you want to leave our audience with, what would that be? It's, I really wish for you all to, to remember your true self. I mean, this is what I dedicated the book to the true self in each and every one of us so that we can shine brightly. And that's really my wish for you all. Wonderful, wonderful. And I see on the on, on the Facebook Live, uh, loyal listener Patty says she wears a jade pyramid on a necklace and it keeps her going. <laughs> awesome. So thank you. Thank you, Sabine, for coming on the show today. Thank you, of course, my loyal listeners for tuning in every week. Without you, there is no show. And of course, if you missed any part of today's show, you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc. And then we're on all the podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find the Conscious Consultant Hour. Uh, please subscribe. Um, if you like this show, please leave us a review. Five stars is always appreciated. And of course, stay tuned. Uh, I think Frank About Health is, today is a, is a rerun, but tomorrow we have, of course, our Friday uh, lineup of shows on talk radio with starting off with philanthropy and focus, always Friday and Tangify and our newest show, The Hard Skills with Dr. Mira Branku, who was on my show last week. So you all take care and we will talk to you all next week. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 